Good morning. Good morning. Hope everybody had a fabulous week. Um, listen, I know we're all still mourning with uh, our brethren over across the pond. Um, uh, all our brothers and sisters that are mourning the death of the queen, Queen Elizabeth II. Uh, it's been a lot of stuff going on, but it's interesting because in our lifetime, I mean, listen, she ruled for 70 years. So, um, I mean, a lot of us. Most of us have never seen this transition of power uh, from the, a queen to a king, a king to a queen. Uh, but this is interesting because this transition has happened right before our eyes um, at the same time that we're mourning the reign of this great woman who has, I think they said she has known like 14 United States presidents. I could be wrong about that number, but She's been reigning for 70 years. So count that up, how many presidents we've had. And she knew them all. The only one she did not meet was Johnson, uh, apparently. And there's rumors that, you know, that she didn't like him that much. <laughs> so <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. That. It's just a rumor. Anyway, uh, as all that comes to an end, uh, we, she'll never be forgotten uh, because she's the longest reigning uh, supreme in that country any any country colony whatever you call all that stuff right but but um let's all continue to say goodbye to her anyway uh welcome to the show today uh y'all i know you saw that we were gonna talk to the big Ben minority chamber and that you were thinking are you really gonna spend all this time talking about a golf tournament and the answer to that is yes <laughs> <laughs> because it's not just any golf tournament. It's a golf tournament with a purpose that, you know, nobody else has championed and it needs a champion. So the Big Band Minority Chamber in 2018 transformed their golf tournament, their annual golf tournament, to be a golf tournament in support of teachers and students uh, in Leon County Title I schools. And I've got, and we'll explain all that for those of you who don't know what Title I schools are, uh, but I've got the president of Big Ben Minority Chamber, Antonio Jefferson, no stranger to the show, on today. Welcome, sir. Thank you for being here. Thank you, Sean. <laughs> and I've got the executive director uh, um, of the Big Ben Minority Chamber. She holds many titles. Uh, and this Sunday is her day. Uh, uh, because she's a pastor of her own her own church, and uh, she thought it not robbery, and her God and Savior, Lord Jesus Christ, let her come on today to to take on a uh, a different hat, to put on a different hat. So, uh, Pastor Dana Dudley, thank you for being here. Good morning, welcome. Thank you. All right, so y'all, let's just jump right into it because people think we're just going to be talking about a golf tournament. I I, I wanted to. I don't want to bury that. I want to be out front. Uh, golf tournaments are golf tournaments. But, Mr. President, this is 
a, a different kind of golf tournaments. It, it, it has a purpose that's altruistic, that is uh, needing, need, it, it needs a champion, and you decided to be a champion. Um, how did you how did you come to this? Talk to us a little bit about the inception and and what Title One schools are. Sure. Uh, Title One schools are those schools where the population of students that are on free or reduced lunch is the greatest of the population of the total school. So so those schools that that unfortunately have those kids that come from our community that are less fortunate. Um, but are very talented. But at the end of the day, Title I schools receives a lot of funding from the district and from the federal government for education. Uh, However, they don't receive that abundance of funding to do those discretionary things that parents, teachers, principals need to do to enhance the educational experience for these kids. And, you know, our non-Title I schools have parents that are very active in PTA and fundraising on the behalf of the school, and they have the capacity and bandwidth to raise those funds. Our Title I parents uh, don't have that same, uh, you know, abundance of, of basically discretionary income. So what our chamber done back in 2018 after a challenge from our current school board uh, cheer uh, Daryl Jones, uh, who specifically said, "Look, you know, I'm a school board member representing Title One schools in majority, and I want something done about how to engage the business community in ensuring that the quality of education, the quality of experience in these schools are just as great as those in non-Title One schools." So. That kind of brings us to where we are today. Our chamber, our members, our our corporate sponsors uh, get involved in this tournament so that we can provide some proceeds to these these schools, these principals, these teachers, most importantly, to create a great experience for the kids that are in Title I schools. So, Pastor Dudley, I have to ask because I think there are probably listeners out there saying, well, why would a chamber of commerce – care to about title one schools um what's in it for them right (laughs) can you can you speak to that yeah well first of all um you know the latest stats show that about 50 percent, almost half of the schools in leon county are title one schools and which equates to about 38 percent of the students that are in leon county public schools are in um, a school that's deemed as a title one school And so with the chamber recognizing a need that we needed to create partnerships with these schools, not only the principals, but maybe the parents and provide some gateway to that path, or excuse me, the the school to work pipeline. So we're a chamber of commerce that's interested in an ecosystem about building jobs, about building um, entrepreneurs, about building wealth among families and, and making sure that we're rolling along. And so being able to support these schools um, from the beginning, kindergarten on through their um, education life is important to ensure that we have a thriving economic system. Yeah. And and I, I think I appreciate that. And I think everybody receives that. And, and that's the why. Um, and that's important. But it's just a golf tournament. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you all have done because it's just a golf tournament. I mean, you all have done some things to make it a little more exciting. You've gotten principals involved. I mean, actual principals of the Title One schools 
are really involved in this thing. They show up. You've got something called the Principles Long Drive Challenge. What is it, Mr. President, and how does it work? Sure. So, so the principals representing these Title I schools, the beneficiaries of our golf tournament, also weigh in to ensure that there's excitement, not only the day of the event, but the lead up to it. And the principals, uh, believe it or not, are very competitive spirit individuals. Of course, they're working every day to have the best student success possible. But they also compete with one another relative to all things and delivering quality schools to our, our community. Uh, so these principles, in essence, we, we work with them to identify a corporate partner that we want to become a long-term corporate partner of those schools uh, to raise a little money on the behalf of the schools. But the uh, business contributes uh, an amount that goes into a total pot. And on the day of the event, there's a golfer or the principal gets out and basically hits the golf ball and the principal that hits the ball or their representative that hits the ball the furthest basically take away a pot of money that goes directly to the school, directly infused into the day-to-day operations of these schools. And listen, the principals go wild about it, not only for the cash, but obviously the competitive and the purpose of, of the tournament. So we're excited to have them involved. And I think that, you know, having them involved is a critical element to show the importance because as the business community see that these principals are involved at this level, it gets them excited because they don't view it as just being a golf tournament, that it promotes a spirit of, of togetherness of us as a community to create the best experience we can for our kids. And all doing it for a great purpose, right? And that's raising money. So, um, Executive Director Dudley, is this real money? I mean, are we are, you, are we going through all this just for y'all to give them $1,500 here? And this, how far does that stretch, really? I'm not saying you shouldn't do it, even if that's the case. But I, but I think people want to know, why are we talking about this? That, so, is this real money? Uh, for sure. For sure. This is um, a, a great investment in these schools. And um, we are excited that year over year, upwards of $20,000 that are going back into these Leon County Title I schools. Um, and that's not a total, that's, you know, over year, each year we're being able to support these schools and give them this money and divide it up appropriately. And then even with the Longest Drive Challenge, um, we're talking at least $1,000 that's going back to a school that the principal can spend in discretionary funding where they can bring in activities or folks or um, in-house field trips that these kids wouldn't necessarily be privy to on a daily basis. Um, So they're able to bring these activities to the school give the teachers the support that they need, buy some extra classroom supplies, um, but we're being able to make a positive impact and being champions for these children. I, I love there's so many elements of this and, and and some of it is just like the gift that keeps giving, right? I mean, you talk about the, the longest drive challenge and your principles being sponsored by a business uh, in the community, right. right? Not just a member of the chamber, but a business in the community. And that business is is their representative for that right. drive. But that's a relationship they're creating, right? And so you're 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 really, Mr. President, you're making an introduction that if they handle it right, they get a new partner every year. Imagine after, you know, 
10 years of this, you could bring all those folks together for a particular project that might be bigger than anything we're talking about. Sure. And I think we have to keep in focus that these kids are our future business owners. They're, not only are they our future employees, but again, I like to reemphasize, they, they have the potential of creating the next generation of businesses in this community. And what a wonderful way to uh, promote the entrepreneurial spirit of these kids or encourage them to have an entrepreneurial spirit than seeing companies that are in existence in this community that they're leaning in and investing in them. Because I think that as a result of this, we'll have a better brand of, of employees, a better, better talent of entrepreneurs. So, you know, this, and as you mentioned long, I mean, this is not nothing new for us. You know, we have Camp Treppy each year. So for us as a chamber, our kids get to see us in these schools, not only just for this tournament, but also ways to create and support them if they have an entrepreneurial spirit. So we're, we're, we're excited to be here involved. And as you mentioned, connecting these schools with businesses and they listen, our businesses love this because they get to get in in front of these parents, in front of these principals, and most importantly, in front of these kids to say that, look, we're here to support you because we know that you are our future. And we want to make that investment. So, and I want them to make investments. So when I'm in Westminster, oh, the quality of a person that takes care of me is, is as a result of maybe some of what we do here. But anyway, that was a joke. But uh, <laughs> just throw that out there. Well, I, I do find it very interesting. And, um, you know, you mentioned uh, school board chairman Daryl Jones. And, and we were talking earlier this week. And he was saying that, uh, that one of the things that this event has caused him to put together and I gave him another idea, and that idea was to do a workshop with the principals to teach them how to raise money. Because what happens is they get the opportunity to connect with this business person, but not all of them know how to cultivate that. You know, how to make sure that that if this person that has shown some interest, how do you how do you reel them in and make them a real partner? And uh, Pastor Dudley, I I know that there's just so many elements of this event. Um, are you getting the kind of support from the school board, uh, from the district the superintendent that you need in order for this to continue to be a success or an even bigger success? Oh, for sure. Now, granted, you know, the Leon County school system, they have a business partnership development um, liaison and they're working throughout the year. But this is just that extra step, right? We have schools like Pineview Elementary that was able to partner and Bond Elementary with um, ALSCO and other people that are right there in their neighborhood that maybe they did not partner with before this golf tournament began. And being able to reach out and connect with those schools, connect with the parents has provided an opportunity um, for those families and those parents and even the uh, faculty and administrators to be able to say, okay, yes, our focus is number one, teaching and keeping these kids safe every day. But if we can create a partner in the community that can be, uh, that can provide that extra support, that mentoring, the funds, um, creating spark and activity in the classroom and amongst PTA organizations that they never had before, that's golden, right? And so we do have the support 
of the school board members. We have support of the superintendent. We have support of the district. And I think all of us working collectively together, um, we're able to make this larger impact in the community. Well, I know you've talked about uh, Daryl Jones. Marcus Nicholas, which is school board member elect, right. has been involved in this for a while, Mr. President, um, and bringing his talents to uh, organizing uh, the principles in a way that that now it's it looks like something that is taking on a life of its own. And I go back to the why question, right? And because a lot of times people need to understand why for for them to buy in. But I want people to know you're no stranger as a chamber to working with kids. You've got other programs. Uh, talk to us about Camp Treppy. Yes. Uh, thank you, Sean. And uh, listen, Camp Treppy is part of our overall commitment to our kids in this in our five county region. Uh, camp Treppy is an annual camp that teaches the entrepreneurial spirit to our kids. So regardless of whether they already have an idea to create a business or, or they think they should have an idea or maybe even have an idea but never put it on paper, we create an experience in this camp where they can take and and put that on paper in a way that they can go along and move along in their lives and maybe one day plant that business in the community. And the whole experience really is intended that if they do have that entrepreneurial drive, that we want to bring it out and we want to create the support system for them to continue that dream. Uh, and maybe one day, as I mentioned, plant that business in the community because the one thing that we do know that the best businesses in our community are those those businesses that begin in that community, maybe begin life, but they understand the people that live in that community, understand the marketplace, you know, because listen, they've grown up in it. So we want to encourage that as well. You know, Sean, back a couple of years ago, uh, and this is what drove us to this point, uh, the chamber along with school, uh, school chair Daryl Jones traveled to Nashville to get some lessons learned from that community who's doing a wonderful job in the business community supporting their schools. And from that trip, you know, we basically came back and improved Camp Treppy. We created the golf tournament as a committed resource for, for the school district. So we want to do our part to grow the next generation of business leaders in this community. And we know that we have a responsibility, both the chamber as well as our members and our corporate sponsors, to support this ecosystem. So at the end of the day, our quality of life is good today, but it continues well into the future. And this, 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 our camp, as well as our uh, golf tournament, are institutions within our chamber. And lastly, I like to say this: um, uh, Rob McQueen, who. Uh, works uh, on the behalf of the chamber on the on the construct on our construction council has done a marvelous job of bringing the construction industry folks into this chamber and investing uh, into this golf tournament and without his support as well as Marcus and our entire team at BBMC uh, we've managed to make this a, a great event and an institution within this chamber. Yeah, I think. Um We've learned a lot here today, and I particularly like this Camp Treppy thing where you're teaching kids, you're trying to bring out of them the, the, the goal of creating jobs and not just being another person looking for one. I think that's admirable. And uh, for parents out there, look up Camp Treppy and, uh, uh, and, and if you got a kid that kind of has that thing that you can tell, 
uh, as you watch them develop, uh, might be a great introduction uh, for them into their ideas uh, with other people who are thinking the same way. Uh, but yes, we learned a lot. We learned um, that this is no normal golf tournament. This is something really special. We've learned what Title I schools are because we all ought to know that. We've learned that the principles of these Title I schools, uh, whether they play golf or not, are completely engaged and a part of this effort. We've learned that the school board system uh, and the district itself welcomes and has, uh, you know, you've adopted them and they've adopted you. Um, any other things we need to learn here as we as we wrap it up? I know you've got an honorary chair here that that you're celebrating this year, uh, Miss Dana. Yeah. Um, so we are elated to announce that the honorary chair this year is um, school board member Joy Bowen. Joy um, Bowen. Yes. Yes. It's a good one. We are excited to have her join us that day, and she'll be there along with many other of the um, school board members as well, and superintendent and other dignitaries and officials from throughout the community. So we're looking forward to that. Um, what else have we learned? We've learned that coming together, that our sponsors um, who may not typically come together on the golf tournament and have some healthy competition, that there's even partnerships that have been fostered out of that. So not only are you able to come and um, be a champion for children on this day, but you can also come and create more synergies in the in the commerce, in the Chamber of Commerce world. Right, Antonio? And so, Sean, before we close out, I love to tell people how, how to get involved, right? Because I don't want anyone to not only hear this show, but I want them also to, to learn more and participate. So anyone interested in, in helping or even learning more about the golf tournament and what we do as a chamber, you can get that information from our website at mybbmc.org. That's mybbmc.org. Or you can contact me, and I'll be more than glad to spend the time necessary with you. You can call us at 850-577-0789. That's 850-577-0789. And, Sean, look, we're, look, we're looking forward to a banner year. This is our 10th anniversary. And, wow, um, wow, we, congratulations. We hope, and we hope yeah. that we can continue to be a resource for our, our all of our partners, but more specifically these kids who deserve the best future that we can provide across across our entire community, but, but specifically for our purpose, these Title I kids in these Title I schools. So wh where is this thing taking place? So we'll be at Holloman Golf Course on okay. October the 7th, starting oh. at 9 o'clock with the Longest Drive Challenge. And so, listen, if you're a bystander, you're in the area, or you want to play golf that day, please come on out and join us and, and play golf that day. And uh, and if you want to support us or your business, go to our website. And so we're, you know, listen, there's a way you can be involved in this and help us strengthen our community and, and continue to support the Big Ben Minority Chamber of Commerce. And thank you to our board member, Sean, that, that also weigh in in such a such a heavy way to ensure our success. Well, listen, listeners, thank you for tuning in today. And I, I, I got to tell you, I want to take it back to something that you guys said earlier. Um, understand this. Um, this is an opportunity that needs more partners. It needs more people to lean in and be helpful because just being candid, some of us have kids in schools where fundraising is easy where the parents have time to engage, 
where the parents work for companies that are willing to invest. And that makes it easy for those kids at those schools to be able to have extra things, right? To help in their development. There are schools that have parents who work two jobs, who don't have time to go to PTA meetings, who uh, don't have the ability to sit on a fundraising committee because they are spending their time and their efforts trying to make sure that their kids can eat and have clothing and can, can, can go to school ready to learn and a roof over their head. The, there's a different in dynamic here. So what I love about what you're doing is, is you recognize that as a real issue where the rubber meets the road and you are coming up with a solution. You're admitting that you can't do it by yourself. And so I'm hoping that what you all have done and what you're doing will incite others, maybe even some businesses that aren't involved with you to get involved with you. But not just that, other organizations to lean in and let them do their part for these schools that need that extra money to, to for the development of these kids. So, so congratulations on that. Congratulations on your 10th year anniversary. We certainly hope you're around for another 10 plus <laughs> years. And congratulations to uh, um, you just, you know, being creative and not just staying in your lane. Uh, this isn't your lane, but you're making it your lane and, and we love you for it. So thank you guys for, for coming on the show. And, and let's you. talk afterwards. Absolutely. I'd love to see how it went. And how much money y'all gave That's this right. year? Because uh, I'm hearing that these are big checks, and I like it. So, listeners, thank Dana Dudley, uh, Antonio Jefferson, leadership of the Big Ben Minority Chamber of Commerce. They need your support and your help. Uh, so do that. Uh, stay with us for a short Pittman point right after this. It's time for Pittman's point on 96.1 Jams. Welcome back to the show, and y'all, it is Hispanic Heritage Month. Uh, it's celebrated from September 15th to October 15th to honor the culture and the contributions of Hispanic and Afro-Latino Americans who trace their roots from Puerto Rico uh, to Central and South America and Spanish-speaking nations in the Caribbean. The 2022 theme for this year's celebration is Unidos. Uh, it's inclusivity for a stronger nation. Listeners, if you're not familiar uh, Unidos translates to united. It echoes an ongoing call to, to action that we can all participate in. All that is for more authentic representation of different cultures and a shift in how we tell our stories in the media. The Hispanic community covers a wide range of complex, multidimensional people uh, who, like other minority groups, far exceed stereotypical uh, cardboards, cutouts, uh, standing in the background of someone else's identity. Latinos have uniquely impacted American society with culture, uh, impenetrable strength, and perhaps most notably, the penetration of the Spanish language. Representation matters, y'all. Uh, who we see thriving in the world teaches us how to see ourselves, how to think about our own value, and how to dream about our futures. Presence creates possibilities. So listeners, as we celebrate uh, many heritages and cultures 
uh, of Hispanic and Afro-Latina Americans, the Pittman point can best be summed up in the words of Hispanic activist uh, America Ferreira. Our voices have power when they are present in the culture. Because the truth is, I am what the world looks like. You are what the world looks like. Collectively, we are what the world actually looks like. And in order for our systems to reflect that, they don't have to create a new reality. They just have to stop resisting. So that's increíble. And that has been the Pittman Point today. (laughs) This is the Sean Pittman Show. We'll see you in Siete. This is the Sean Pittman Show on 96.1 Jams, Tallahassee's big station. We got this.